Welcome to Parents' Rights Now, a production of Parents' Rights in Education, hosted by Suzanne Gallagher. We are committed to valuing students, empowering parents, and supporting communities to secure great educations for public school children in America. PRE welcomes all students, families, and community members who care about scholastic success for K-12 public school students. Our membership is diverse and inclusive. Visit our website, parentsrightsined.org, and like us on Facebook. Our chapters include Arizona, Alaska, Colorado, Idaho, Illinois, Montana, Ohio, Oregon, Texas, Washington, and Wisconsin. Join us by filling out the form on our website titled, Join Us. You will find information regarding issues and information about local and state chapters. So, hey guys, great to be back with you today. Oh my gosh, we just sent out a news alert and I want to summarize it for you and I'm going to direct you to the original publication in our show notes. So please take a look. There is so much content here. I don't want you to miss it. Now, you know why I do these podcasts. It's because you guys are busy people. You are running like crazy to keep up with your responsibilities as parents, as citizens, you don't have time to read a lot of content. So the purpose of this podcast is to bring you up to speed, can uh, increase the speed of the podcast. It's such a cool feature. If I'm not talking fast enough, will speed me up a little bit. I will take no offense to that. This latest news alert is titled, you know, something ain't right, folks. Something's funny. And we all know that. We're just thinking, this doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Hey, it hasn't made sense for two years, has it? No. Is it really about masking? Well, kind of, but not on a health level, okay? There's something going on. And, um, you know, we have uh, connections with a lot of individuals all across the country, and one in particular who does uh, a fantastic job of researching this kind of information and she is doing so. And she contacted me and she said, Hey, Suzanne, something ain't right here. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? And so I have placed it in this email news alert in case you haven't had a chance to read it. I'm giving you the link once more in the podcast notes so you can check up on all the details. So here it is. We start out with uh, the publication of an incredible interview with a woman in Tennessee who has started a small think tank there to dig in to some details about, oh, you know, ESSER money, for example, and in particular, ESSER 3 money. Now, this is money that the billions of dollars that the United States government, under the guidance and administration of President Biden, is distributing to the schools. Now, this is not the first time they've given money to the schools. They gave money, you know, like a year ago to the schools to help them with, you know, um, health health concerns regarding, you know, show, closing the schools down, online learning, et cetera, et cetera, because they knew that, that public schools were going to have a challenge 
covering all of the expenses related to online learning. Well, the most recent distribution of money um, was uh, not $20 billion range as the CDC requested, but this latest distribution was $200 billion. Now, don't forget that figure, $200 billion. Keep it in your noggin. I know it's so big. And it's so big, we can hardly even, you know, it's like, it's like, how many miles is it to the sun? Okay, <laughs> that's a lot of money. And it's money that the government is printing. And I will add here that when the government prints money, it creates inflation. And most of most of us don't remember the last time that happened, but it was during the Carter administration. And there's lots of things associated with the Carter administration that, you know, created problems for you and me now. And that has had to do with establishing the Department of Education in Washington, D.C. Bad decision. So I'm going to get into this. So A.J. DePriest is the woman. And uh, when you go to, to listen to the podcast, I want you to pay close attention to the timeline because this is all around the time when parents are going to school board meetings and they were upset. And they were talking to their board members thinking that the board members cared about what they were saying. They cared about their children and they would do something about this issue related to masking in K through 12 education. But in effect, no, they didn't care. They, they look down, they look away. I'm talking about the school board members here. And they seem to be almost on another planet, not really listening or caring about this problem. And why weren't they? Because they were being bribed. AJ mentions that, that the school boards really couldn't do anything. Well, I disagree because I know of a school board in Alsea, Oregon, who refused this ESSER money. They are allowing children to go to school and choose whether or not they want to wear a mask, period. And they're refusing this federal money. So I beg to differ. I know that local school boards can make the decision. They still have local control, although they're very highly influenced, threatened, coerced to go along with what the Department of Education wants and the National Education Association. So let's get back to the ESSER money. That's E-S-S-E-R. ESSER, which stands for Elementary and Secondary School Emergency Relief Fund, is a bribe. So I want you to watch the interview. Okay, so just knowing that, that our school board members are being bribed. What are they being bribed about? Where is the money going? And um, th the interview was done uh, by Dale Bigtree, who is the podcaster responsible for the high wire. And he's doing a fantastic job. We appreciate him very much. Thank you, Dale. Uh, there's very few restrictions on this money. Obviously, it must be earmarked for something besides health. So then we take you to the next item in our news alert. And that item is uh, referencing a website. It's very easy to go to the website. It's right out there on the internet. It's titled Reimagine America's Schools. 
What's up with Reimagine America's schools? Well, we're very concerned about the direction our local schools are taking. Is this what's coming? It looks so slick. It looks exciting. And it looks perfect. Or is it? What's behind it? Where will parents fit into this new model for our children's education? At a time when we have finally realized what curriculums are being used in our schools and we're telling them we don't like them, shall parents just give up and let the government do what they will? I don't think so. But what I do know is that this is a huge warning. Uh, They are talking about over the next uh, decade, um, investing as much as $500 billion in building the nation's public schools. They say it's a historic investment that will impact our children for generations to come. Now, there are two words there in that statement that are red flags to me. One is the word investment. Government should not be investing in anything. Government serves to protect the rights of the people. That's what government does. Government is not a free market entity. They're not a corporation they don't create wealth. The only way they have income is by taking money from citizens, or as they're doing now, printing money to spend in the economy, which is a a form of tax. Printing more money will cause inflation. And the devaluing of our currency. In other words, we'll have more money We'll have more monopoly money, money that isn't worth much. The second word that is a red flag to me is the nation's schools. Building the nation's public schools. That says federal control of K-12 public schools. Now, all along, we've suspected that the public school system is highly influenced by the federal government. This looks to me, guys, like it's control. Very concerning. You know, we're suspicious of the intent for the ESSA $3, aren't we? It doesn't add up. And they're funneling them into the states and into the local school districts. What's also timely and and interesting to us is the fact that the distribution of that money was followed immediately with the resignation of superintendents across the country, superintendents in large school districts, big urban school districts. We give you links in the news alert to all of the news articles pertaining to these school districts. So those cities include Philadelphia, Miami-Dade County, Chicago, Los Angeles, Texarkana, Texas, Dallas, Texas, 
Fort Worth, Texas, San Diego, Anchorage, Seattle, Little Rock, Ohio, the whole state of Ohio, Birmingham, Alabama, Maryland, Broward County, Florida, Charleston County, South Carolina, and Providence, Rhode Island. So why are these superintendents resigning? Well, uh, could it be because they are unhappy? Possibly. Or because they are preparing for a much bigger, more important assignment. You've got to take a look at the Reimagine America's Schools website. PRE is headquartered in Oregon, the epicenter of all things progressive. This graphic that we have in our news alert is titled Oregon Invests and Envisions Equity in Education. Now there's that word again, invest. Watch out. We don't want our government investing. Thank you very much. They reveal another word that we know is code for social justice, critical race theory, you name it. And that's the word equity. So this is the plan that's already being put in place in Oregon. And it looks so much like reimagine America's schools. They talk about prioritizing health and safety for all communities. Now that's what AJ is referring to in her report about the ESSER money. It's all about safety. It's all about health. They also say that, that they want to create equitable access to education, equitable access. Now, all children are welcome in our public schools. We don't discriminate against certain students. All children are welcome in public schools. And they mention refining hybrid and digital learning. Oh, they're going to refine hybrid and digital learning. Why? I thought we were getting back to in-school learning. Open our schools. Isn't that what we want? They're giving us mixed signals about what their real intent is. Diversity, equity, and inclusion, and a, quote, recommitment to stopping hate and violence, unquote, are the driving principles of this program in Oregon. Now, these principles are all good words, have meanings contrary to definitions generally understood. So when we think of diversity, we think of, you know, a variety, lots of different types of people. Okay. When we think of equity, we think of the word equality, but, but this is not equality as we know it. This is making sure that some people are more equal than others. And then the word inclusion. Well, what's that? That's just sort of a qualifier. They say they believe in inclusion, but they don't. It's inclusion for some. Now, all of this is inherent in social and restorative justice, and it is derived from Marxism. Well, I'm pretty much out of time today. 
And I can't believe we actually actually made it through this. So I highly, highly encourage you to click on the link and go to the information that we have provided in our news alert. Oh, and please check your show notes. We have a link to a brief questionnaire. We'd really uh, love to have you fill out. You could help us out a lot if you would do that. Uh, Give us some feedback about what you think about pre. Oh, and one last thing. It would be so, so great if you could help us out financially as well. Um, You know, we have ongoing expenses every month and we're growing, growing like crazy. And uh, we do give assistance to all of our chapters. They can uh, ask people in their various states to contribute. So you might want to consider that if there is a chapter in your state, uh, you can indicate that you prefer for the money to go directly to the state. And Pre keeps 20% of that and 80% goes to the chapters to help them with their expenses for printing, etc. A lot of them are putting on events and we encourage them to do that. And so this helps them to grow and to take action. And um, anyway, just go to the donate page on our website, parentsrightsined.org. Thanks much.